Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. help me with this? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, hi. Welcome to Oh No, Not This Old House Again with Claire and Judith. And today we're looking into the history of this house because we're sick of painting cupboards. That is a lot of paper. Yeah, I've been doing research trying to figure out some things about my family and this house. And You, you know our boss is going to lose her mind if she sees how you're abusing the work printer. Whatever. I've been trying to make sense of all this. There's a lot to wrap my head around. Most of it is boring legal stuff, but I also probably printed out a few things twice by accident. This is a receipt for a delivery order from 7-Eleven? They do that? Give me that. I'm going to do that. I didn't want to go out, and uh, you weren't around. You were on a date. Which was a waste of some of my time. Well, you didn't come home. Well, I should have. I mean... I wouldn't kick them out of bed for eating crackers, but that's only because it was their bed and they'd already eaten the crackers. I think they were barbecue flavored. Ew. No. No. No, thank you. Yeah, remind me to remove that in case they listen. Uh, so, uh, what do we got? So, I've got some info from my grandparents' lawyer about them, um, my bio mom, stuff about the house. Her parents' names were Miriam, but she went by Minnie, and Hugh Reed. They bought the house in 1958. She worked as a counselor at a small holistic practice. So she was like a professional hippie? Yeah, sort of. It looked like sort of a proto-life coach or something. Um, But she was into like crystals and meditation, that kind of thing. Oh, neat. Yeah, and Hugh worked as an accountant in an architectural firm that doesn't exist anymore. I, I looked it up. But they were also both noted poets and artists, at least in the area. Oh, that's uh, that's cool. Yeah, they seemed pretty central to the whole small artist community. Maybe we'll find some of their work in here in this very large pile. This is just a receipt from, like, CB2. How many coasters did you buy? I think I need to do more digging. I just really want to see what they wrote, and I'm going to be really disappointed if it turns out they were bad writers. I mean, like, that doesn't bode well for me. I mean, it would explain why you haven't finished your novel yet. I- I'm not inspired enough yet. It'll come, and then I'll just 
write it all out in the span of two months while in some secluded beachside cabin. I don't want to, like, squash your dreams, but I'm not sure if that's how it works. No, no, I'm the writer. Trust me, it is. Anyway, I've been reading through notebooks, and there's some interesting stuff in here. I guess Minnie did a lot of meditation and yoga and stuff as a way to relax. Her whole practice is outlined here. Ooh, are you going to start exploring your inner self? I mean, maybe. It can't hurt, can it? I've been trying to do these breathing exercises and to not fall over while in warrior pose. <laughs> Still haven't achieved that. Yeah, I'll let you know what I find. Uh, so far, I know that Dana was born in 1970, and she went missing in late 89. So that was right after I was born. So I'm guessing that's when she died. Well, okay, here's the thing. In 1996, she was declared dead, but they never found a body or anything. Like, at all? No, she had just been missing for so long, with no sign of her, that she was listed as dead in absentia. So technically she's still missing, but like, it's been almost 30 years. Even if she's still out there, she's not looking back. Huh. Hey, uh, how are you feeling after last week? I feel like we've been missing each other a lot lately. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. I I think I was just so sleep-deprived and stressed that I was starting to lose it. Yeah, it's just... I'm, you just you said some weird things. Don't worry about it. It is fine. I'm dealing with everything as best I can. Have you said weird stuff since then? No, aside from asking me if you thought it'd be a good idea if you got bangs. But, I don't know, have you been sleeping okay? Like, to be honest, I've heard you thrashing around a lot on the futon recently. I think so. I'm just really warm sometimes. Really? I find my living room to be comfortable most of the time, if not kind of a little cold. Oh, you know me. I run hot. Dude, <laughs> dude, I swear, it is fine. I've probably just been having weird dreams at night where I'm running or something, but no, I, I do not remember them. And besides, I have good news for you. I've decided to move into the house on Sunday. You will get your place back. Oh. Oh, I mean, like... Don't feel like you need to rush out. If you if you want to stay longer, that's totally cool. And honestly, I think I've gotten used to having another person around. No, it's okay. I, I think it's time I take the next step and actually move into the house I'm paying the electrical bills for. Okay, well, yeah, I get that. But, I mean, you're welcome to stay as long as you want. Thanks. Oh, and how's your neck? Uh, yeah, it's it's fine. It's I had a doctor look at it, but, uh, I mean, at least we figured out that the basement isn't supernatural spooky. It's just regular spooky. Yeah, and we found the notebooks. Yeah, I want to take a look at those. Do you have any with you? Not right now, but I've been reading through them, and uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I just want to take a look at them at some point when we get the chance. Yeah, works for me. Besides, a lot of it so far has just been like weird notes, um, recipes for relaxation tonics, and healing essence. Sounds weird. Yeah, um, there's lots of rosehip oil and sage going on. But I swear, if they had been alive right now, they would have made a killing if they sold this stuff in, like, stylish packaging. Anything good in there, like a love potion? I'll try one out. One with simple ingredient lists. One of them calls for belladonna, which I'm pretty sure would kill me. Yeah, maybe skip that one for now. Well, hi there. It's Judith and Owen listening to Endless Audio Logs. The name isn't very good, is it? We need, like, a cool, catchy name for this. Like, help! Maybe my friend is haunted. The Exorcist. I feel like that one's been used before. Ah, it'll be fine. 
On the bright side, Owen brought beer and I brought snacks, so we have sustenance through the record. I also did a little bit of research into the house as well. Wow, you really delivered today. I I just thought it'd be interesting and I had some time to kill. The mystery eventually sucks us all in. What'd you find? So, remember how you played that recording where the old lady told you about the maid that murdered someone? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that actually happened. Her name was Alma Keen, and according to some article I found from uh, 1915, she had a relationship with the adult son of the house's owners, Timothy Crawford. She ended up getting pregnant, which was a big scandal for the usual reasons. Once the baby was born, Timothy and his family pushed to have her and the child removed from the house, and she freaked out. Eventually, she was found in the basement with the body of the baby. Oh, yikes. Apparently, the child had been smothered, but it was never conclusive as to whether or not she actually committed a murder. Anyway, that happened where the original laundry room was. She was arrested and jailed, but contracted diphtheria and died not long after. Well, that's dark. What happened to Timothy? He also died soon after that. Oh, okay. Looks like the whole family did? It was a big scandal at the time because it was all so sudden with no obvious cause. They're all listed as having choked to death. But that's not definitive. Anyway, it doesn't sound like it's related to anyone in Claire's family, but it is related to the house. After that, the house was plagued with stories about hauntings and unsettling occurrences, but most of them honestly sound like campfire stories, rapping on the walls, evil paintings, and all that stuff. Honestly, I'd prefer an evil painting at this point. But I want to look more at her relations. Uh, Claire and I did a bit of digging after we found the notebooks, and we found some information on something called the Family of Fire. Ooh. Yeah, they were a weird fringe group in Toronto in the early 1900s who worshipped this spirit named Moloch or Melark or Melanie or whatever, thinking that he would eventually be summoned and he would bring his wrath. And at first I thought it was unrelated, but then I found references to the same deity in some books at Claire's. And I also found some things about it at the reference library, so it looks like I will have to go back there at some point as well. Well, we were supposed to go to the house later, so maybe we could do the library instead? Then we don't have to go back over there, and it's a win-win. Yeah, I need to get my hands on those notebooks. <laughs> they have more information that we can use, probably. I didn't get to read many of them, but I flipped through a few. I took a few notes, and there's ones that I remember that have a bunch of names in them. I like my library-only idea better, just saying. Anyway, the notebooks. The ones that I found that had names in them, they would sometimes be carefully written in and then just delicately crossed out, which was weird, but like... You find ways to rationalize it. Like, maybe it's Christmas card lists or a phone tree or something along those lines. But... But it's not that simple. That's not all that was in them. There's just these random bits of text throughout. Sometimes it would just be symbols with small notations surrounding them. And I have a couple of photos of them that I took for reference at some point when Claire and I were talking about them. Just hang on. Yeah, okay. Draw with hand. The mother the child. Some are just lists of numbers, but some were short sentences that probably even in context sound pretty ominous. Like, I took a couple down. November 4th, no reaction. Younger donor? Gateway, a path could open. Who will walk through? Remove the child from the mother. And over and over again on one page, just as if they'd been writing absentmindedly, the child, the child, the child, the child, she will come home. Oh, she will come home. Claire said something. Let me check. I made a note of it somewhere. She has come home. Yeah, that was it. Hmm. 
I don't feel good about that. Uh, yeah, me neither. Hey, I have an idea. What? Why don't we just not go into the house? Is there anything I can do that will stop you from wanting to go there tonight? Not at this point. Great. I just want you to know, though, that this has been the worst date I've ever been asked on. If you don't want to go, that is okay. I can go by myself. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. I just, listening to the recordings has really set me on edge, you know? It's, it was weird enough the first time I was there, and I don't want to go back there, especially now. But I also feel like sending someone in alone is a stupid idea, so... I promise, we will be quick. Anyways, I want to listen to another recording so we can stall for a bit. Um, can you pull up October 2nd? Yep, uh, give me a minute. Hey, you want a beer? Sure, why not? All right. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, 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 it's Claire and Judith here with some chilling news. So, tell our listeners listener more about it okay it's like i said it might not be anything but you've never sleptwalked before not to my knowledge no people don't just start sleepwalking and they certainly don't start sleep smashing so what happened okay i spent the day yesterday cleaning out the upstairs bedrooms there was the usual stuff old clothes knickknacks just like things i could donate or throw out I'm dusting, I'm digging through drawers, when I find what looks like a day planner and a small red leather-bound book. It, it was in the back of a drawer. Yeah, we got the book here. It's called Return of Fire by Bridget Whitmere. So yeah, I, I start going through that first one, right? 
and I thought it would be like a novel, but it was more of a history book. Like it broke down all this information about various gods, I guess. I mean, I'm calling it a history book, but it felt more like a, like a Bible or something. I don't know. I don't know, maybe, like maybe it just felt like a Bible because the pages are super thin and have a gold edge on them. I mean, that makes it biblical, at least. <laughs> yeah, it, it was odd, though. C- can pages look tarnished? Um, whatever. But, but most of this book was about the history of this group that followed this god, Moloch. But then it, it gets super dark real fast. It, it was just bleak. Just like this horrible, dense text that was filled with all of these stories about how to return the earth to fire. Yikes. Um, I read through it for a while, and just like before I knew it, it was dark out. It's just like I lost the whole afternoon. It didn't feel like I'd been reading for that long, but suddenly it was just dusk. And I was starting to get tired, too, which made sense because I spent the day cleaning. But I I put it down and remembered the day planner, and once I began looking through that, it it started to get even weirder. Okay, weirder how? Well... So it was a day planner, but there wasn't a year on it, which is weird, right? Yeah. And at first it was just notations for things like dentist appointments, meetings, etc. Normal calendar stuff. But then they just stopped. There were months with nothing in them. And then suddenly there's this entry in early October that just said, Lock the door. Oh my god. And then there was one last one in mid-November. What did that one say? Help. Okay, that's super freaky. Yeah, I don't know. I want to think it was just a prank, but like, I want to know who wrote that. Did did something happen? It it wasn't the same handwriting as the notebooks. I checked that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, the whole thing unsettled me. Um, But yeah, I packed up everything that I'd been going through, put on an audiobook, and um, dozed off. In bed. Do you know when you started sleepwalking? Not exactly. I assume it wasn't long before I woke up, which was around 3.30 a.m. I'm pretty sure I was dreaming. I don't know what the dreams were. I just felt really tense. Like, Like, all of my anxiety had become manifest, and suddenly I wake up, I'm standing in the kitchen, in the dark, and everything I'm wearing is wet. At first I thought it was sweat, but then I started to smell the air, and I realized it's not that. I had smashed several bottles on my kitchen floor, and I was covered in whatever had been in them. The the floor was covered in broken glass. And I swear, I have never done anything like that. I really don't think I've even ever sleptwalked in one, like, my entire life. Claire, are, are you sure you're okay? Please just come back and stay at my place for a bit. No, no, I'm okay. I just need to get my head on straight. I have to be able to stand up on my own and not depend on you or Adam or my mom's or whatever to figure things out for me. Are you sure? Even just for the night? No, it's fine. It's, I, I can do this. Okay. Okay. I trust you, but don't be afraid to ask for help. I know. Oh, and one other thing, I went back down in the basement to put some stuff away for storage, and uh, it is still creepy. Still hated down there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I noticed something. Okay. You ever just 
get a feeling when you go into a place like it makes the hair on the back of your neck rise? Mm-hmm. Well, I went down there and I, I heard a noise, like a little scratching sound. I assumed it was a raccoon again, but as I turned around suddenly, I, I just got this super intense head rush, like I stood up too fast. Okay. And in that moment, I felt scared, but not scared for me. I was scared as if, like, for someone else, as if I was afraid that something bad was going to happen to someone else. This weird anxiety, it, it crept up my spine, and it made me feel like something bad was coming in this really big, indistinguishable way. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. It was like my vision was starting to tunnel a bit, so maybe it was just a head rush, but it really freaked me out. Um, so we went back upstairs and had a sit down and a glass of water. Uh, sorry, I know that sounds capital B bizarre. I don't know, not to sound too much like Adam, but like you might really want to go speak to somebody about this. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. What? It's nothing, I just... I kind of want to see what's going on in that basement. Well, this weekend we can take a look. Make sure I'm not hallucinating. Yeah. Okay, uh, ooh, actually, I gotta wrap this up for now. I will, uh, edit this later. God, I want to go back in time and just tell past me to not be such an, such an idiot. I hear myself talking and I'm just... Avoiding, 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 don't want to rock the boat, don't want to ask the tough questions because I'm afraid of the answers or I'm just afraid that there is no good answer to this. Also, it's been two days since we were last in the booth because work got pretty busy. I live here now in the studio. Owen's losing it. Uh, We went to Claire's, but there's still no sign of her having returned. But we don't need her to get inside because I have a key. On the upside, we grab some books. Uh, That's pretty neat. The downside is that the experience there was disconcerting. So we're going to play back what we recorded in the house a couple of days ago because we both want to hear it. I can't believe Claire was staying here all by herself. It's a big place, but it feels... Eerie? Sinister? Empty? It feels empty. Normally, like, a house feels lived in. This feels like a set. Yeah, it feels... too big. Not to sound like a wimp, but I feel like sticking around after dark would be a bad idea. So let's just get what we need and go. Are you sure there aren't, like, vampires in the basement or anything? Ghouls? Wendigos? Not at last check, but uh, if there are, I don't think animal control will be willing to help out this time. Okay, I want to go downstairs. Okay, well, I don't, I don't want to, but... What are the chances of there being chuds? Slightly higher than zero. Let's just go downstairs. We'll just look for anything down there that involves family of fire, those notebooks, anything about that Moloch dude, just whatever. Or, idea, we could just search the living room. Let's just get it over with. (sighs) Okay. Huh. What? Uh, I don't know, it just smells familiar down here. Like what? Like, not like outside, but there's a woody smell to it. I can, 
I just can't place it, but it, it smells like a damp campfire. Yeah, what is that? What does an electrical fire smell like? Yeah, definitely not like this. That is a lot of boxes. Oh, okay. I guess you move some more stuff down here. All right, um, you start looking through that pile of boxes and uh, we'll just take whatever we can find. Sounds good. Did you hear that? Yeah, what was that? I didn't hear that when we were there. There wasn't anyone else down there, so... Okay, I'm going to keep playing it. Hey, uh, I think I found a book on demonology. This could be useful. Sure, put it in the bag. I found one on uh, dentistry. Judith? Judith? Yeah? Who is that? I don't know. I don't think I want to know. How do you spell that? Uh, does Moloch have uh, one L or two? I don't know. It depends on the text. Like M-O-L-O-C-H. Or sometimes it's an E instead of the second O, or it's two L's. It's not consistent from what I've seen. Okay. I think I have found something that references him. Wait, does he have a goat head or something? That was not audible when we were there. There was no one else there. We were alone. Keep going. Uh, no. Please, I... I don't want to hear it either, but... We have to. We just... We have to. Please. Okay, I've got like four, five books, and uh, I, I think this is a diary. Yeah, I got a couple things and some of those notebooks. Anything else? Oh, wait. <sighs> I remember what this smells like. It smells like burnt birch trees. I was at a cottage after a fire not too long ago, and it reminds me of the smell that kind of hangs in the air when you're- Leave now, or else die in this place! Oh, come on, what the hell? Oh, Owen? Shit. You alright? Ah, I'm sorry. I think I rolled my ankle. Okay, come on. Let's, let's get out of here. Um, the door is locked. What? How is it locked? We, I have the padlock with me. Well, it's not opening. Uh, okay, let me try. Okay. That's, that's really not great. God damn it. Okay, okay, okay. It must be j just jammed or something. Let's try and force it, both of us. Uh, okay, um... On three? Okay. One, two, two three. Ow. God. Oh. oh, I don't like doors. Okay. Again. Uh, All right. One, two, three. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Again. One, One two, two, three. What the? We are leaving now. We weren't alone down no, there. No, but 
But we were. We were alone down there. I didn't hear that woman's voice when we were there. You didn't either. It's just... It's on the recording? I don't know. I, I don't know. It was freaky enough when we were just getting locked in the basement, but that... That is not just some weird quirk of the house. That is not just some artifact on a recording. There was something down there, and it wanted us gone. Okay. <sighs> okay. I think... I think that it may have done something to Claire. What? I th- I think I know I think it knows what happened to Claire because I think it it might have done it or it affected her in some way. This can't it can't just be us. What does that mean? I don't know. I, look, I don't think we should go back. No. Yeah. I mean I don't know. I might have to. I I can't give up now. Look, we'll be okay. I think... I hope... Yeah. I know, it just feels like we've got a lot to think about. Not like I'll be sleeping tonight anyway. Yeah. Yeah, me either. Parkdale Haunt is an original podcast created and written by Alex Nursall and Emily Kellogg. Directed and produced by Alex Nursall. Engineering and sound design by Ian Bodie. Theme music by Phil Wright. Recorded at Pirate Sound. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Parkdale Haunt. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash parkdalehaunt. Get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash parkdale-haunt. Link, transcripts, and more are available at parkdalehaunt.com. Featuring the voices of Alex Nursall, Emily Kellogg, and Ian Bodie.